Welcome in. Welcome back. Uh, delayed for a Friday so I could be closer to playoff matchups. Uh, ends up being the ultimate waiting period. I kind of got a message on Friday saying, hey, or on Thursday saying, hey, big dinos news coming down the pipes. And I thought to myself, this cannot be Coach Harris because they have shown progression after, quite frankly, turning over an all-time quarterback talent and two all-time receivers. And yes, they had the year where Josiah Joseph was there, and that's kind of an anomaly because he was there for so long he knew the system. It wasn't that great of a change. But now the Dinos find themselves in this scenario where they're having to overhaul the real big roster spots. And they've been able to progress year in, year out. So I figured, you know, he, he was safe. Um, but Coach Harris retiring after 45 years with the program. Of course, the Vanier Cup four years ago, uh, kind of capping off his career and what a career it was. But for this Dinos program, since they have hit the mountaintop, it has been a steep drop to the bottom from there. Um, I don't know. I don't know where this program goes. I think that... You have to look at Coach Barry, the defensive coordinator. He was the assistant head coach, uh, brought up to that spot afterwards. Um, I, I feel like the looks have to be towards the offensive side of the ball. And uh, Jabari Arthurs is a young offensive coach who has been with the program. So does he get a look? Does he get a serious interview? Um, I do feel like this team is at a crux and. If this head coaching hire goes south um, and they pick the wrong candidate, it could be a long couple years for the Dinos. Uh, I I will say, though, I'm glad that if they were going to make a move, they have decided to do so quickly. There is no wasting time in recruiting. There is no wasting time in finding a coach to replace uh, Coach Harris. Some programs you see, they wait until, you know, January and then they say, oh, well, we're going to make a change. Well, that's about three months of recruiting that you've now lost. And the way U Sports works, you're allowed to practice if you're out of the playoffs until the Vanier Cup. So if they were quick enough in hiring someone, you could get a mini install period over the next handful of weeks. But I hope they don't rush this decision. I hope they take their time, have everything in place well before spring camp. Let their team grow. Let their team build on a promising end of the season. I know the last game is not as promising as people would like. But uh, for the Calgary Dinos, uh, overhaul the first time in a long time in the coaching staff. So uh, to Coach Harris, all the best in retirement. Uh, Thank you for putting together some phenomenal Dinos programs and teams uh, throughout the years. They have always been a pleasure to watch. We'll miss having you as a part of the Can West. But it's playoff time everywhere else in the country and in Can West too, just not in Calgary this year. Um, we'll start in Can West. UBC hosting Manitoba, Alberta hosting Saskatchewan. Can the Huskies take out the Golden Bears or will Hetlinger and Peterson and Co. go three for three against the defending Hardy Cup champions? Uh, my money is... Currently being placed on the Alberta Golden Bears. 
their defense flies around and makes a ton of plays, a ton of turnovers. And with Amandred, as we've seen all year, he's going to want to stretch the ball in this time, this frame of, uh, you know, the big game jitters. He's going to want to make plays downfield. And I feel like Alberta's offense with Carter Kettle, Eli Hetlinger, and Peterson, uh, the trio of them going about how they control the ball, take shots downfield at perfect times, uh, they're going to make a huge step forward uh, against this Saskatchewan defense, which is loaded with talent, but has been playing a lot of snaps this season. So I'm, I'm going Alberta. Uh, in the other game, we don't really need to take my pick because I have the UBC T-Birds winning the Vanier Cup. So uh, I'm going to take UBC at home, take out Manitoba. Oh, God, Isaiah Knight's back, and this is going to be a huge game for him. Uh, let's think about Calgary having 140-plus yards rushing on the ground last week. Isaiah Knight is better than any one of their backs. He is going to cruise, and I believe, you know, Manu, Benedet. I know uh, Big John Bose from Calgary is a phenomenal offensive lineman, but to have the pairing of Manu, Benedet, and the other guys that they've got still playing at a really high level. Um, I know we talk about Gio and Theo a ton, but that's because they're at a different level. And they're going to continue to play at such a high level throughout the playoffs. I think this week is going to be all about the ground game for the T-Birds. All right. Let's go uh, OUA. And then there was four. The Western Mustangs hosting the Queens Golden Gales. And uh, it's going to be Russell Weir again. It's going to be the what I've kind of called uh, power tempo is what I've kind of coined it with Connor because Queens is playing a really high rate. They are not huddling much. They're kind of doing a half muddle huddle with the uh, skill players. Uh, offensive line stays out. They get the calls. It's relayed. They're snapping the ball. It's quick. It's efficient. But at the same time, they're playing with such physicality and using their power scheme so well that it's kind of weird. Like you, you think that these defensive linemen are going to get gassed throughout the game and they end up wearing on teams so much that it happens, but they're snapping the ball so quickly and playing with such uh, downhill presence that I've coined it the Steve Schneider slash Tom Flaxman power tempo. And they're going to ride it this week. I think if they are going to have a chance to win, they're going to need every single yard from their back, Souls and Chazari, and Russell Weir for that matter. He's not going to be able to just sit around and take his couple completions and run around and make... He's going to have to take some shots downfield and make plays. And uh, I know Western wants that with Richard to do before locking down the outside. Jackson Finley ranging from numbers to numbers uh, with ease. For the Western Mustangs, though, their offense, what's it going to look like? We know they aren't going to have Keon Edwards. Uh, Evan Hillock coming off the concussion against Laurier two weeks ago. This team has a lot of questions in their own right offensively. I think if Hillock plays, Western is able to just outlast this Queens team. uh, Given the ability to get it outside the numbers with Savon, Mohsen Jamal, Seth Robertson, Braden Missouri, and on and on and on. These weapons for Evan Hillock are crazy. And I think as this game wears on, if Western's defense can get off the field, 
their offense is going to start wearing on teams just with the sheer amount of speed that they have. So uh, expect a close one. This Queen's defense is really tough. They do have really good DBs, but when it came push to shove in that first matchup, it was Ashton Miller-Melanson giving up a big corner route to Savon Magne-Jones. They are going to be comfortable taking shots against these DBs, knowing that they have two of the fastest players in the conference. So uh, Western, I'm expecting Queens to keep it close, but Western maintaining that home field advantage. As for the other game, Laurier-Windsor. Yeah, we know where this one's going. It's going to be the Laurier-Golden Hawks. They did it a few weeks back. Uh, They're angry. They are playing more refined. And quite frankly... I don't believe the Windsor hype. I tweeted out my top 10. I don't think Windsor belongs in the top 10 right now after having to swap quarterbacks and still escape with your life because Carlton's offensive play calling towards the goal line was just really flat, quite frankly. Um, This team does not, in my mind, belong in this spot. Uh, This should be the Carlton Ravens. Uh, in this second round, but we have the Windsor Lancers. I do think that Laurier is going to flex their muscles all over the field as they are gunning for that rematch with the Western Mustangs. All right, on to La Belle Province. Uh, lovely time of the year. It is Laval, Concordia. I have got my Glenn Constantine shirt ready to go. Yeah, Laval's going to cruise in this one. I, I know Concordia fans have been all over Connor and I on social media about how we predicted them to be towards the bottom of the RSEC. 5-3, and three, good season. I don't think Montreal, I will double down and say this, I don't think they really cared about last week. Laval, meanwhile, they were, <laughs> they were waiting. And they know what they're getting. They're going to be at home. It's going to be a big crowd. And they're going to cruise. This is what they did last year. This is what they have done for years on end. They put it into another gear when it comes to the playoffs. All right. As for Le Carabin facing the McGill Redbirds, Montreal is going to dominate. You think they're going to lose two straight games at Sepsum? I don't think they've lost two games at Sepsum in a long time, let alone back-to-back weeks. This is going to be a Jonathan Senecal showcase. If you want to know why he's up for the Heck Crichton, you're going to see it this Saturday at noon from Sepsum. He is going to light up this damn scoreboard. Okay, AUS, not really a question. Uh, X should cruise over St. Mary's. Bishops should cruise over Mount A. I will say Mount Allison's defense, they've got a chance. If that defense can pull off some kind of magic, they have got a chance. All right, coast-to-coast picks are in if you want to hear more about what Connor and I are thinking for the OUA. I've got the previews locked and loaded. Check out the OUA social channels. As for the worldwide leader in Whistle Tech, you can join in on that action. You can get a piece of that fine technology. The CMG Sonic Blast, uh, 15% off at checkout, CFP15. Make sure to check it out wherever you can on mobile, on laptops, Fox40shop.com, CFP15 for 15% off your order. Stay tuned. OUA TV, AUS TV, Can West has their streaming platform. If you're in Quebec, I believe TVA has both games. So uh, lots of options to stream, lots of options to get out and watch live. Enjoy 
playoff football. Let's get down to some conference championships, baby. One more week to go until we start handing out hardware. At Wade Zank, at Connor R. O'Neill. We will see you later. 